to Late Night Talks, a place for growth, stability, and transformation. The podcast for men and for the women who want to understand men. My name is Amy Jo. I'm a certified clinical hypnotherapist, Reiki master, and a life strategist. Here, we take you to the next level of self-understanding mentally, physically, emotionally, and spiritually. Hello there. Welcome to Late Night Talks. I hope this finds you well. It's wonderful to have you join me. A big warm welcome to the newest listeners from France and Hawaii. Thanks so much for tuning in. My thoughts and prayers are with Hawaii tonight with the recent fires that have taken place. I want to move straight into this topic tonight. Recently, I encountered a situation involving a a fella who reached out to me to discuss this deeply rooted frustration that he was having. And he found himself engaging in intimate encounters with women. But it was driven by a desire to feel wanted and accepted. Despite these interactions, there was always a persistent sense of detachment that took place. He finds it very challenging to maintain lasting relationships with partners. Many can relate to the same scenario. So that's why I thought it would be important to talk about it. There's something about people seeking validation through sex or partners. Subconsciously, they don't know that this is even taking place. They don't even realize it. And it's rooted in childhood and has to do with the way that we attach in relationships and other people. So are you ready to embark on this journey with me that uncovers some truths about human behavior and relationships? <laughs> Attachments, attachment theory is something that was developed by John Bowlby. He reshaped the way that we view relationships. It reveals how early caregiving experiences influence our emotional and our social growth. This exploration delves into attachment styles and the validation-seeking behavior. And it uncovers how they shape close relationships and casual encounters. So attachment styles are emotional response patterns formed in our childhood through the interactions with caregivers or parents. Okay. These experiences create four styles. There's secure, anxious, avoidant, and disorganized. So these styles really impact the way that we trust. It impacts intimacy and independence in adult relationships. So today I really want to focus on the anxious and avoidant attachment styles. As we navigate this, I want you to imagine your own experiences in these stories. So how attachment patterns play out in your own life and how these attachment styles might have shaped your own approach and trust, intimacy, and autonomy. So I want to begin by really addressing the anxious 
attachment style. An anxious attachment style develops from this inconsistent, this unresponsive caregiving in early childhood, right? Leading to a very strong desire for closeness and reassurance in adult relationships, coupled with a persistent fear of rejection and abandonment. This often results in low self-esteem, heightened sensitivity to the partner's actions, and I would say challenges in trusting others, sometimes giving rise to codependency, to jealousy, and people-pleasing tendencies. Okay, so the potential origins include parents or caregivers that were being emotionally distant or overly controlling, as well as personal temperament and past trauma. Okay, people with anxious attachment style commonly exhibit traits such as seeking intimacy while fearing loss, yearning for validation, yet feeling unworthy, struggling with setting boundaries, struggling with expressing needs, coping difficulties when apart from their partner. There's also challenges in emotional regulation and stress management. So this style often, often leads to overthinking the partner's behavior. This, this leads to clinging behavior avoidance of conflict, and really compromising values to please the partner. Unfortunately, it can take a toll on the mental health and the relationship quality, right? Those with that type of style will often experience heightened anxiety. They'll experience depression and a deep insecurity, conflicts, misunderstandings, and breakups. They may also be more prevalent in these types of relationships. And I want to share a story of a girl named Emily, because it serves as kind of a vivid illustration to the challenges stemming from such an insecure connection. Okay. Now, Emily had always been someone who craved emotional closeness in her relationships. She wanted that emotional intimacy. Ever since she was a child, she kind of held on to these memories of her parents being inconsistent in their affection and attention. And some days they would shower her with love, right? And other times they seemed distant and preoccupied doing other things. So this unpredictability, it left her with a lingering sense of insecurity that she carried into her adulthood. Now, as Emily entered her first serious relationship with Jake, her anxious attachment style became more apparent. She adored those, those moments of tenderness and the connection that they shared often seeking reassurance that Jake truly cared for her. However, the slightest change in his, say, tone or behavior sent her mind spiraling into overdrive 
right? A casual remark about maybe his busy day at work that could lead her to believe that he was losing interest in her. So Emily's need for constant validation, it strained their relationship, of course. She would frequently ask Jake if he loved her, if he was happy, and if he had planned to stay with her. And her fear for rejection made her susceptible to jealousy. And she would often find herself scanning his social media, right, for any signs of potential threats to the relationship. This sounds familiar, I'm sure, to many of you. Despite her efforts to be the perfect partner, Emily's low self-esteem really kind of prevented her from fully believing that she deserved Jake's love. She struggled to express her own preferences and would just often agree with whatever he suggested because she was afraid that asserting herself might drive him away. Now, Emily's attachment style also made it very challenging for her to cope with um, when they were apart from one another. Even that short separation would trigger these feelings of restlessness and anxiety. So, you know, she would count down the minutes until they reunited, really just unable to shake the fear that he might find someone else during that time apart, right? While Jake really cared deeply for Emily, this constant need for free assurance and validation, it began to take a toll on their relationship. He felt overwhelmed by that type of pressure to constantly have to prove his love and prove his devotion. There are frequent arguments over misunderstandings fueled by Emily's overanalysis of his words and actions left him feeling exhausted. So Emily's anxious attachment style had a profound impact on, on her mental well-being. She battled bouts of anxiety, of depression, often feeling consumed by her insecurities. She realized that her attachment style was negatively affecting her life, and she did finally find the confidence to go seek therapy to work through these issues. Perhaps you've encountered a situation similar to Emily's where that longing for, say, emotional intimacy seems unquenchable. I want to shift the spotlight now to avoidant attachment style. The avoidant attachment style really emerges as a result of early experiences where, again, caregivers or parents failed to consistently provide responsive care leading individuals to adopt a pattern of avoiding emotional closeness and even downplaying the significance of intimate relationships, often as a self-protective measure. So this mindset can stem from a negative view of others while maintaining a mostly positive view of oneself, prioritizing independence and autonomy over emotional bonds right? Possible triggers for this attachment style includes those caretakers who were emotionally distant, who were controlling, who were maybe abusive, as well as an inherent temperament favoring independence. 
Okay. Individuals with this type of attachment style, they tend to avoid intimacy and affection from others. Simultaneously, harboring a fear of rejection and abandonment as well. They suppress or they downplay their emotions. They find it challenging to share thoughts and feelings. They really struggle with setting boundaries and expressing needs in relationships. So coping with dependence on others and managing emotions prove to be very difficult. Often this will lead to withdrawal during times of stress and conflict. They just run. Okay. Forming and maintaining deep emotional connections is very problematic for them. So to help you understand a little clearer, let me share the story of Daniel now. Daniel's Daniel had always been fiercely independent, even from a young age. Growing up, he remembered his parents being very distant, being preoccupied, often prioritizing their own interest over his emotional needs. So this lack of consistent emotional support had left a mark on Daniel, shaping the way he approached relationships later in life. Okay. As an adult, Daniel was known for his self-sufficiency and reluctance to get too close to others. So when he met Sarah, she's a very warm and affectionate woman. He was obviously drawn to her genuine care and and interest. Then they began dating and Sarah's attempts to maybe create this emotional intimacy were met with resistance from Daniel. He would often uh, shy away from sharing his thoughts and feelings. While Sarah longed for deeper emotional connection, Daniel found himself becoming increasingly uncomfortable as the relationship progressed. He cherished his solitude and independence, often prioritizing his own needs over spending quality time with her. So when Sarah expressed her desire for more closeness and vulnerability, Daniel felt a surge of anxiety, right? He was fearing that opening up would lead to loss of control or a potential heartbreak. Daniel's avoidant attachment style really began to manifest more clearly as this relationship started to face its challenges. During these disagreements, right, he would withdraw. He would create emotional distance to avoid that confrontation. And he believed that maintaining this emotional detachment was a way to protect himself from that potential pain of rejection or disappointment. He cared deeply for Sarah, but he struggled to convey his feelings and relied on himself for emotional support, hesitant to to rely on her. So over time, you know, Sarah found herself frustrated. She found herself confused by Daniel's behavior. And she couldn't really understand why he seemed so distant at times and so reluctant to share his thoughts. 
her attempts to address their issues were always met with that defensiveness, further deepening this divide between them. And as time went on, the strain in their relationship became more apparent. And Sarah's need for emotional closeness really clashed with his preference for autonomy. Despite their genuine care, they did genuinely care for each other. The incompatibility of their attachment styles began to take a toll. So over time, you know, recognizing the patterns in Daniel's behavior, he decided to seek therapy and through introspection and the right guidance, he started to really begin to understand the origins of his avoidant attachment style and on the impact that it had on his relationships. He realized that this fear, it's a fear of vulnerability, was rooted in his past experiences and that he needed to learn healthier ways to relating with others. So over time with Sarah's patience and his commitment to change, Daniel gradually began to open up and and share his feelings more openly. And he learned to manage his anxieties and embrace that emotional intimacy. Their relationship started to flourish. And while the journey was challenging, Daniel's willingness to confront his avoidant tendencies, it really allowed him to forge a deeper and more fulfilling connection with Sarah, showing that growth and change are possible even in the realm of attachment styles. Okay. So let me ask you now, have you ever found yourself gravitating towards independence, guarding against emotional vulnerability, just as Daniel did? (laughs) Think about your own relationships. Have you felt the impact of attachment styles on your emotional well-being. So how would one overcome these attachment styles? Let's talk about it. For people struggling with anxious attachment style, there's several research-based techniques um, that offer a path toward healthier relationships. These will sound very familiar to you, starting with mindfulness practices such as meditation and grounding exercises. This can enhance emotional regulation and diminish overthinking. Cognitive behavioral therapy. This can help reframe the negative thought patterns while fostering self-compassion through practices like self-kindness. It can counteract with self-criticism. Also strengthening communication skills, including active listening and assertive expression of needs. This is essential for building trust and understanding in relationships. Gradual exposure to um, anxiety triggering situations, possibly with professional guidance, can really desensitize emotional reactions and reduce anxiety. Now, for those grappling with an avoidant attachment style, targeted strategies are essential for fostering any emotional growth. Embarking on self-exploration to comprehend the roots of avoidance is crucial. 
We always have to find the root. There's a root to everything. Often necessitizing the support of a therapist skilled in, say, attachment-focused therapies. Engaging in therapeutic sessions can really help individuals address the underlying attachment issues that contribute to avoidance. Emotionally expressive activities like journaling. Journaling is a great way to, to express yourself on paper or creative pursuits can also be very helpful to counteract emotional suppression. Cultivating secure relationships beyond the romantic context, this can really provide a platform for experiencing healthy emotional connections, focusing on positive self-concepts and achievements. This will bolster self-esteem while mindful and gradual vulnerability with trusted individuals will gradually dismantle the fear of intimacy. In both cases, the journey towards overcoming attachment challenges requires time and dedication. Now, while early experiences lay the groundwork, they need not dictate our relational future, right? With introspection, with self-compassion, and a commitment to personal growth, we have the capacity to reshape our view on relationships, fostering connections grounded in more authenticity and even resilience and a profound emotional fulfillment in our quest to forge meaningful connections. Let us remember that the threads of attachment and validation intertwine, weaving the tapestry of our emotional lives. And as we continue to explore the depths of human interaction, we uncover the potential for lasting change, unlocking doors to relationships that thrive and emotional well-being that flourishes. Just take a moment to turn your gaze inward. What attachment style do you really recognize within yourself? How has the pursuit of validation influenced your relationships? I myself resonate with this topic. As you step away, may this be your catalyst for meaningful change. Your story is still being written. The power to transform, to foster connections that transcend the past rests in your hands. Embrace it wholeheartedly and just let your journey unfold. But it's up to you on what you choose to do. As I close out this evening, just a reminder that if you could use some guidance in this area, please feel free to reach out to me. I do offer that 30-minute free consultation call. Okay? You can also visit my website at ConsciousWisdomHealing.com 
and send me a message there. Remember, you are powerful. You are loved. Sending love and light. Till next time.